Hey guys, hey my friends, how are y'all? Uh, we're here today, man. Um, today's a special day for us. It's Friday Night Football. Excited about getting in and getting out of here because I got to go pick up my kid early from school and get out of here. But it's a little real talk today. Um, so I'm calling it real talk. Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. So, uh, hey, I get asked this question, and you do all the time, too, and it kind of frustrates me, and I'm going to tell you a little story how this all came about, though, but it's kind of like I get asked this. It's like, what keeps you up at night when you're when you're a CEO or a business leader or a business owner or whoever I mean, you are? And I was on this talk show the other day. It wasn't a talk show. I guess it was an interview, and I told you the story, and I got asked this question. And it was like, well, you know, what keeps you up at night? But the first question was, was, so what if somebody comes in your store and uh, is transgender, which that's the hot topic right now, and wants to use, he's a, a male, but wants to use the, the women's bathroom and he's transgender, what would you do? And I looked at him and I thought, man, out of all the questions you can ask me yeah. for somebody that didn't graduate from college, started my own company, two-time cancer survivor, just all of our stories, right, mm -hmm. as, yeah. as a company. Not just me, but us as a company, what yeah. we've done yeah. and what we continue to do. You asked me this question. Yeah. Well, I was mad. Ridiculous. It was ridiculous. It yeah. put me on the spot, put me in a bad situation. I looked at him and said, hey, man, uh, out of all I've done in my life, that's the first question you ask me? Yeah, <laughs> who can go in whose bathroom? Yes, and and and, and, it, would, and it puts me in a spot, right? Yeah. I can answer that either or, right? And I'm gonna get in trouble for it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, I have a thousand employees that I'm responsible of. Right. Why ask me that stupid question? Yeah, I should have said that, but I didn't. But I didn't answer the question either. I kind of left it open. <laughs> kind of said, well, it's up I didn't to know this. Yeah, you didn't know this. No, okay. no. He didn't yeah. ask me the question. I didn't get the right answer. <laughs> um, but but um, but yeah. So you will get asked this question one day. But that brings this topic up, man. What what keeps me up at night, and what keeps us up at night? And I wanted to bring that at us, right? Yeah. As a company, I think every uh, every entrepreneur, every business owner, everybody in the world should be thinking of this right now. And, one of the things that we get asked him all the time, mm -hmm. we get stopped all the time. We get called here at the office. I'm going to tell a story. Some guy called here and was like, I want to talk to the owner. And it's like, so I got on the phone and was like, I'm 80 years old, and I just got ID'd at your Buffalo Wild Wings. All I wanted was a cold, you know, I can't remember what beer he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> but he wanted a cold beverage, and he said, and you ID'd me. Yes, sir, we did. And I got to explain to him why we do that, right? Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. important. It is. Why is it important, Kimberly? Yeah, because we have servers that are 18 years and above, and we have a policy that, well, let me back up. If you don't implement a, a policy that says UID everybody, you're putting that young lady or that young gentleman in a position to make a decision to whether the person that is getting the alcoholic beverage is 21 or not. And that is putting, number one, that's putting a lot of responsibility on that individual because they serve under a certification, and it's not fair for a company to have a policy that we ID everyone and putting that server in that predicament. And number two, we have a liquor license that we have to uphold that comes with all kind of funky lawsuits funky. Uh, and, and uh, <laughs> liability suits behind that. that. And so it's not fair if we don't implement the policy we ID everybody. It's not that we're going in after the 80-year-old man. Yeah. Obviously, we know no. you're old enough to drink and you have a right to drink. Mm -hmm. But the, the point is we're protecting that server and, and taking a decision out of her hands or his hands because they have so much uh, else to deal with.
within those restaurants. Well, it's, it's kind of intimidating too, right? I mean, I remember when I first opened our Buffaloes and I went up to somebody, I'm like, man, are they 21? Are they 24? What is it? Yeah. So it just, so I, before we implemented this policy mm-hmm. back in the old days, and you'll probably get this bar when you were a bartender in the past, but it's intimidating. And it's, it's so I think it, it helps you and helps us, you know, tell our employees, this is what you need to do. So it takes that intimidation factor and they can say, hey, can I see your ID? You guys are like, man, come on, I'm 35. It's like, well, it's our policy. It makes it easier. And it puts it off on us. Yes. <laughs> we get called and complained about That's it. That's exactly know? right, though. It, pu- it puts us off on us. Like when you know as a server or bartender, we ID everybody. You know the company has your back regardless. So you take the judgment out of it. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about what's right or versus wrong or if they're on the borderline. We ID everybody. And unequivocally, my employer has my back. Mm-hmm. And it's responsible anyway when you're dealing with substances. And, you know, alco- alcohol can influence many people in many ways to have an ID on you as well. So whether you're 21 or 80 and you're in an establishment drinking, we yeah. want to be able to identify you. Yeah. That, that's pretty common in you know all the states I've done business in. It's responsible. Uh, it's just a, it's a best practice. We don't want that's right. Judgment. Best practice. It, 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 it's something that you should really consider. It takes the anxiety and angst out of your servers and bartenders, and it's just a, it's just a good policy. We want to serve responsibly, you know, responsibly to people who have IDs on them. Yeah, and we well, don't want to serve to the underage. That's right. That's <laughs> that's the other nugget. Uh, you definitely don't want to serve to anybody underage. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's funny because we hear talks like that all that. Yeah, I used to go to this restaurant and drink underage. We knew that when we were younger. I mean, there was a certain restaurant that I didn't drink, but we did, and you would get. To have drinks. Oh yeah, <laughs> everybody what? knew those spots, and our kids, you know, our kids were going had gone through high school, and they they make jokes about like, yeah, kids don't want to go to Buffalo's because, you know, that they ID so tough, and, and and we try to do that, right? We try to limit the problems. It still happens, you know. There's times me and you've gone in there. I'm <laughs> even we own it. They ID me, and we make them do that because I don't want them to get out of out of whack and think, well, that's Chris's uncle or that's you know. Your, your father that comes in or your brother that comes in and like, so we don't have to ID them. No, you ID everybody. I mean, how many times I've had to walk to your car and get and, your ID out uh, yeah. at our own Buffalo Wild Wings. But it also, too, I, I want to say it helps our managers because we require our managers to walk the floors. Mm-hmm. That goes into a whole nother level of this. They have to walk the floors. And if a manager walks up and sees a guy drinking a beer, he doesn't have to go to that server and say, did you ID? Mm-hmm. He automatically knows that employees should have ID'd that person. Yeah. So he doesn't have to go that because they sometimes they, you know, they 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 second guess themselves, these employees, and they think, I think they're over enough. And this is other establishments, but then sides ours, and we so that's why we make them do that. But then the other side, you're very, very picky about this about overserving now, right? Oh, absolutely. That we we have training in place, we have jump starts in place, we have policies and procedures. We try our best to follow TABC guidelines in serving alcohol. Yeah. And, and I say Texas alcoholic beverage, but as well as Louisiana, whatever state we're Wherever practicing we're in. We, we follow that. We try to follow that strategically because we're not in the business for over-serving. Absolutely not. I heard you on your call today. You heard her update. You brought yeah. that up because it's football season, right? I did. I mean, I got everybody pumped up. I was given a story how I, you know, I asked my mom to listen to Monday Night Football song on Mondays. It's the latest I could say up, the Hank Williams song back in the day. But basically, you know, just saying, hey, we're getting ready to throw the biggest party in the world. We're getting ready for busy season. This is our opportunity to pounce on Was it busy last night? Holy crap. Thursday night I mean, football. Lions won by one, but it was <laughs> it was nuts. It wasn't even a game in our markets that were traditionally but busy for, but it was packed. 
packed. Everybody I looked was at our sales it. Everybody's crazy. excited. Oh yes. Yeah. When we're throwing the biggest party, it's our opportunity, and that's we're blessed to run a restaurant that you know in NB Dubs that is just so much fun. But there's what keeps us up at night is you go in there for longer experiences, and you're in instead of in there for two hours with your family, you're in there for four or six with the guys watching a game. Where we want to guard is at the end of that experience, you doing something irresponsible. So yeah. I was bringing up, talk to your bartenders and make sure at the end of the experience, we're not giving someone some shots and letting them get on the road. Yeah. Just being being a hawk about it. There, there's no, we want everybody to come in. We want them to have a party. There's plenty of responsible service and you can have as much fun in the world as you want. But you really have to just look at the tickets when it comes down to responsible alcohol service. And a lot of decisions are made or poor decisions after you've had a little bit too much or you've been sitting there for a little while. And we're just trying to guard against those little outliers of making a bad call and telling our bartenders, look for those signs, use your license that you've been trained on, use your managers if you have questions and judgment, and be a hawk and be ready for that and be proactive about it. Don't mm -hmm. wait until someone comes in this Sunday and sits for six hours and then orders everybody in the bar some shots and thinks that's fun because yeah. you've probably all been to a bar that that's okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not okay for us. Right. And and we'll tell our management to cut them off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You see something that is someone's impaired. They, you order them a food, you order them a cab, and you cut them off. And yes, if they get irate or you know, angry, call the police. Yeah. Because that'll save their life sometimes. Non, <laughs> yeah. It's a non-tolerant yeah. and it's a non-negotiable within our business. And I try to say sure. this too when we when we preach to our management or our, our servers and when we see something that they've done wrong, right? It's mm -hmm. either somebody's had too many drinks mm -hmm. or too many drinks on their ticket or serving a bunch of shots. I always say, What if that was your child that this person could end up hurting? You oh, know, absolutely. And think of what if it's your mother or what? And mm -hmm. it's so scary in this business, guys. And if you're watching this and you go to any of our restaurants, if you go to any bars out there, understand this. It is scary. I mean, we want you to have a good time. We want you to enjoy yourself. I do. I mean, if you go out and have a beer or two or whatever and watch a game, enjoy yourself. But you got to understand when you get behind that wheel or whatever, it, 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 it's, it's now falls on us. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you this too, Chris. And, in our industry, we're such a fanatic about um, only serving those that are 21 and above. We, we've implemented the bars program. Yeah. And, you know, just mystery shoppers come in, and they are waiting for our servers to ID them. Oh, yeah, yeah, they have and scripts. They yeah. try to get you. That's <laughs> yeah. their job, to try yeah. to get you, and they should. Yeah. Like yes. that's and it's called red card, green card. And yeah. if, they are issued a, if our employees are issued that red card, they're automatically terminated. Yeah. Here's the thought. Because they did not ID someone. What, what's cool yeah. about that pro program, I'm yeah. glad you brought that up because yeah. people don't know that that's yeah. listening to this or in this business. Mm -hmm. So we, we, we have a, a national company that walks in our store just like they might walk into a you know grocery store and try mystery to buy alcohol. It's, it's yeah. a mystery shop where they walk in, they sit at a table, and they order a drink. Mm -hmm. And if that employee checks their ID or doesn't check that ID, mm -hmm. the employee walks off to go get their drink. That that secret shop gets up, and they leave a big green card or a big red card. They don't interact with the employee. They out the door. Yeah. They gone. And employee comes back and like, oh, I got a green card. That They know right away what happened because we, we talk about this shift leads all Wait. the time and the shift meetings all the time. And then if they get a red card, no questions asked. You're you're termed yeah. because that means you did not check that person's ID. And most of the people they secret in super shoppers, they're in that twenty 
you know, young yeah. age, real young. So they they need the IDM. They're not eighty, so they can't say, oh, he's eighty. Right. So, but but that's a program that we fall back on, and we grade and and we bonus off that, right? That's right. Yeah. If they fail, if they are that restaurant's issued a red card, their bonuses are terminated. It's yeah. a zero tolerance policy yeah. for yeah. us. Yeah. But you know what? When There's we very few. when we get a green card, everybody in this company we celebrate it. We celebrate. <laughs> we we personally say thank you, Melissa, Amy, whomever. Thank you for keeping our customers safe and our community safe. It is. We, we all yeah, and the management team takes a picture with them. So it's, yeah. a, it's everywhere from the store level all the way to us. Yeah. We, we want to make I mean, them feel special because it's, it's, it's not a going above and beyond, but sometimes just doing your job, and especially in this, you know, on this topic, needs to be celebrated. I'm glad yeah, you brought absolutely. that up because that is cool because sometimes I get in the office and I'll see them and I'll say, Papa, man, I'm the seventh one that said congratulations. I'm the late I know, one. I've got a couple <laughs> in my inbox right now. I haven't done, but it's, well, on, the, you know, it's on, on the agenda on, for on today. The, on the flip side, I got I to gotta admit to something, Justin, and I hope nobody got mad, but there was one that just came out uh-huh. and I was like, oh, congratulations. Thank you so much. But why does this employee not have a name tag on? I saw that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All three of us had the same exact reaction because you, you sent a reply all. I sent the separate. Oh. just reply my bad <laughs> <At the> same, <laughs> no it's it, it, it was um we've got these beautiful you know new uniforms and yeah there was no name tags it was a combination of like working through that <laughs> but you know i want to say this they sent yeah. them they, they redid yeah. the picture and resent it with the name tag on oh, yeah goodness and i kind of thought to myself was that being sarcastic or were they just really want to show me they got it on now so it's cool really yeah. Show, yeah. It, it, it was actually cool but you know rolling into that you know responsible alcohol sales man people out there and if you're in, in any of our communities that you know you want to attack me for it i'm here all day come after me and kim and justin because it is our responsibility to keep our community safe and when somebody leaves our store and had a good time and maybe done something and, 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 you know, had too much and something, I, I don't know, could have came in, had some alcohol before and left. You're our responsibility. And that keeps us up at night. Every time we hear something bad on the road that happens, we're like, you know, it's, it's scary. And we, we, we see it happen and it's something we don't want to. Can I say one more thing on this topic? Yes, I want, please. I want to get this out. So coming from someone who's bartended for a long time, uh, there's a perception of, you know, giving people more drinks or buying rounds or like, over serving is driving check and making you more money. I promise you, if you serve responsibly, more people are gonna wanna come to your restaurant. More families are gonna wanna come, more good quality bar guests are gonna wanna come. So I think what keeps me up at night is this perception of we just have to throw this rager. No, we can throw a really good party and have a really good time, and we can make probably more money because I think more people will come. And I've I've been in the bartender shoes, so I get, you know, hey, let's do a round of shots. But I also get where that's turned into fights and things that people regret. Yeah. And people have not come back because that. I never remember someone coming in and drinking responsibly, um, not wanting to come back for another game next Sunday. Yeah. We, we've true. all seen it on yeah, TikTok. You've seen it on Reels. You've seen it all over mm-hmm. the news where you're – and you've probably been at places, a, a bar, a restaurant. I mean, go to Waffle House at 2.30 in the morning and see what happens, right? People you are just don't want to go. I don't bring my family. Yeah, hey, like, that's good people watching. I know. Yeah, <laughs> but but it's I, I just don't sure. want them to go to our by. restaurant, <laughs> you know. So you, you go there and you see <laughs> these people. I saw this one where this person was at a resort acting crazy, and they were overserved. And yeah. they're up there causing commotions and, you know, saying bad words, and it's just and nobody wanted to be there around that. Well, that's why we, we do what we do. And, and there's, you know, there's legal implications, too, with that, that we have to be very careful because if, if the, the, the law comes in and, and we do serve a minor, there's, there's tons of 
issues that happen. The server gets served a ticket for it. The, the establishment gets served a ticket for it. People don't understand that. A server sells a minor. The server's going to get a, a ticket, and that could be a felony, too. Yeah. And that girl could be going to nursing school or going yeah. something, and a that's deal. a felony. So be careful, man. Don't go out and risk these people's careers because if they get a convicted, that's a felony, and they can't vote. They can't do certain things. They can't get certain jobs. And then also, too, we get a ticket. We get a major ticket for it, and then we have to pay the penalty, and, and that really hurts our establishment, too. So there's legal implications to that, too. Um, you know, and rolling into that, you, you also see now with this, those, you get these insurance claims that keeps me up at night. It's like, I don't know how many times. People are going to laugh about this, <laughs> but it happens all the time. We get comments. We get stuff sent in here. We get paperwork from people and says they came to our buffaloes. They ate 12 boneless wings, and they broke their tooth. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy to me. I'm like, do what? You're, you say you broke your tooth. Well, that's not a boneless wing problem. That's a dental issue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many times that's I said that? I said, you're problem. calling me? <laughs> you're calling me for this? Your chicken yeah. wing and you bit it? Well, I bit yeah. in the bone. Well, man, dude. You gotta, you gotta fire your dentist. Don't get mad at me. They're boneless wings. Yes, or there's whatever. no bones in it them. It keeps me up at night that things keep seem to keep happening in our restaurants that aren't actually happening. So I'm spending time figuring out how to buy like 50 terabyte drives to get two years worth of camera footage so we can like prove that these things are not happening, happening in our store. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, I came in and slipped and fall, and they're gonna wait till the statute limitations and send it in 23 months later. And you're not going to have the same management team and you're not going to, you better have good notes. So, you know, what keeps me up at night is like when these things happen, we don't take good notes. We're not collecting great footage. We just got to go through the systems and the, and the, the documentation then putting on the shoes of when we're going to be asked from the, about this is two years from now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And our, our managers know that. They do yeah. an oh, yeah. awesome Some job. job. They document. take pictures. They document with their cell phones. They send us pictures in. They file the reports. We're looking over the reports. Yeah, so they do a very good job. Well, that's the ones that spend, spend a lot of time <laughs> on that. Though. Yeah. That's yeah, the yeah, ones yeah. that say they slip and fell. And we <laughs> we should do a blooper reel. I don't know if we can show that kind of videos. <laughs> yeah. But where we yeah. we show people actually just lay on the ground and start flopping around. Yes. And it's like, it's funny, Kim, they'll call, the, the lawyer will call, and Kim was like, well, here's the video. Because we, we knew it happened in the store. So our management team saves it. We file it. We take the zip drives or whatever those things are. We save them in. Yeah. And you'll send it to them. It's like, they, we won't hear back from them. You know, yeah. but there's the ones that we don't hear that that slipped in our parking lot or that slipped in a bathroom and nobody saw them. Those are the ones that call us in 23 months and mm -hmm. says, "Hey, and now we have no issue. We don't even know if they were in our store." I yeah, mean, yeah, it's the it, ones that happen. You're absolutely right. We're we're, we're locked and loaded on those. It's yeah. the ones that we just uh, we we catch us by surprise. Yeah, like no, there's no way that that happened. Yeah, no one knows mm -hmm. of that. Yeah. yeah. And those are scary when we when we talk about those as like the issues with those because it's happened to us before where we've we've gone through some you know had some issues that says they were in our store twenty three months later and we can't prove they were or were not and then we find out okay they're not but we still get in trouble for it seems like you know it's just it's such a pain in the butt dealing with this keeps me up at night keeps <laughs> us up at night keeps us up at night yeah, yeah. so um you know uh, and then and then another thing too and I want to tell this story too it's it's when it, in inappropriate things I told Justin the story just the other day he's never heard this story Kimberly um that you know we have a thousand employees and we can't control what everybody's saying out there or doing or what but we had some claims one time I, do you remember I think you remember me and you worked at the store when this happened when we had two employees they were dating and the, they broke up and the boy got jealous and they were servers and he got mad and posted some videos of their inappropriate 
time together. And the mother called like weeks later and was mad because, you know, they posted oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. and our manager saw it because yeah. they're friends on social media. And this was 15 years ago or whatever. And no, she, well, that dude sent it to all the management staff. Yeah, he sent it to all the management yeah. staff and he was, she was mad and wanted to sue us. Yeah. You know, for hostile work environment. I'm like, and I don't, <laughs> you even said this, like, what do you say during that? I said, I, I don't know. I just kind of laughed, like, really? I mean, you should be, if that was my daughter, I'd be beating her butt. I wouldn't be calling me. Yeah, don't put that crap on social media. Or don't let them take the pictures That's of you. That's right. I yeah. Mean, yeah, I, I mean, what do you think's going to happen? Not our issue. Yeah, it's not our issue. So it's just some of the stuff that keeps us up at night. Yeah, we, um, train, we train people. We spend a ton of time on it. But we just, at the end of the day, can't control sometimes what they say. And mistakes what? are made. And, some, and especially yeah. in the day of social media now where everything's caught on. I mean, that keeps me up at night that someone's doing or saying something inappropriate and they're getting snipped and... They have one of our T-shirts on, and next thing you know, it's a reflection of our company. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah. Well, um, I want to roll into this, too, and I'm so glad Kim brought this up. Um, you know, it's it's she's, she came in here and say, said, what do you say, see something? Yeah, see something, do something. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. So what's happened in the world today, and I saw this happen on the airline the other day. It's happened multiple times that you came to the team in our last leadership meeting, and you wanted to add Narcan to all our stores. Yeah, I think it's important. That's an issue that we're dealing with as a society, opiate overdose, and something that can save someone's life, a simple medication that can be administered by the untrained can save someone's life. So I think that I came to you and said, hey, Chris, we need to start carrying so Narcan in all of our restaurants yeah. because if we can save an employee's life, if we can save a customer's life, it's well worth it. And... If you administer this particular medication and it's not an opiate overdose, it's it won't hurt. Yeah. So I mean, it's you it, did your research. You're a yeah. nurse. You did all this on it, and it, and it's something that. And it's easy. It's just n spray some nose spray in a nose and and save it, save someone's life. Actually, I think everybody should have it. Should have it it's on like them a, at all times. Yeah, it, it's, it's something, it, especially with the opiate crisis that we're dealing with, that um, no one seems to want to do anything no about. One. Yeah. So our um, kids are dying everywhere. Right. I had to talk with Aubrey in the car the other day. It's exactly what we talked about. I said, "Girl, it might just be a mistake." Yeah. I said it, it just you might you, know, you might be thinking you're taking a Tic Tac or something like that, but you gotta you, you know you gotta tell mom and dad, and there's there's things you gotta instantly you know go forward. So this is a great opportunity there's to see something and do something, and as a company and as parents, we're gonna to, do something. To do something. I'm, I'm tired of sitting. What's happening in the world yeah. today? I'm tired of seeing this these these drug over this nort whatever this stuff is called this fentanyl. 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 Yeah. So I have good friends of mine that 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 have lost their kid. Yeah. You know, uh, in 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 that incident, thought he was taking something else. You know, and he took this. And it's, it's terrible. And, you know, it, it hits a soft spot here. Why I wanted to bring it up. Kim, thank you so much for bringing that. That's what's, you, you know, you're visionary. You always brag about me. Your visionary skills on, on that is, is phenomenal, too. And Justin had his meeting today with his team and actually brought it up. That's yeah. your idea. And he's come with some research of these little packages that we can hang and, and put in our office. So it's very simplified and it explains to you what to do. And it's something that is in hell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it, it hits close to us at home. Yeah. It happened at our store. Right. I mean, sure we, we just opened our, 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 our new store, and I'm not going to go great in detail, but it, we opened our new Buffalo Wild Wings in, in Lake Charles and moved it over. And we had a, a, a customer that passed away in our parking lot, mm -hmm. took something that his family said that he didn't know he took. 
Yeah, but it he, wasn't our customer. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't our try. Yeah. He wasn't our customer. He, he didn't just, make it into the store. He never came yeah. into the store. Let me back up and say that. He yeah. didn't come into the store, but he took something and um, he got on our sidewalk and just was hanging out. And within 10 minutes, the guy was dead. Yeah. And it was terrible because, like you said, see something, do something. And mm -hmm. our team was on it. I mean, our uh, yeah, our, our camera's on it. You can see it happen. You can watch so the guy on his cell phone. One minute, and he just slowly starts drifting away, and he drops his cell phone and falls face forward. Mm -hmm. And customers are walking past him, yeah, just looking at him like, "What is this?" Finally, a customer kicked him, yeah, because he was kind of hunched over, and he just fell over. Then he ran and got. Then our poor manager mm -hmm. had to run out and start doing CPR on this guy, which that wasn't going to help. No, but that's. I mean, sh she was doing what she knew to do. So yeah, she was our hero. Yeah, and for sure. Narcan would have helped. Oh, absolutely. When the, when the paramedics showed up, mm -hmm. they also realized what was going on, but at that time it was too late. Yeah. They they they, they mentioned if we would have had something different, it would it would have it would have helped the young man, and it still bothers me today. Me too. Because that's somebody's that's and yet people are gonna say, well, that's drug heads or whatever, but that's that's somebody's kid, and yeah. and if we're yeah. if 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 we got to deal with the world, what we got to deal with today, then we need to try to help it. Yes. You know, so I can't control fentanyl. I cannot control what's coming across the border. I can't control these dealers dealing it. And I, all I can control is what I can control, and that's that. And Narcan can help. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, Kim, I want to put that in my car. I got a fire extinguisher. Oh, yeah. I got a tow rope. <laughs> I got everything. Are you ready for the zombie economy? Yeah, I got everything. So I'm at the Narcan the there because Yukon. Um, it, you, you got to have that. So, um, man, thank you. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mm -hmm. think that we're gonna lead the edge. Let's do that. Let's, yeah. let's let's take some pictures of putting that there and there. And then Justin's got a great. He brought it up to the team and has heard call today. I heard him, and they were all excited about it. Yes, it's like they 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 said, when you know we we are leading the pack. Yes, and that's what we want to do. We want to lead the pack. But hey, great great talk, man. Um, you know, and now now I'm I'm gonna kick this a little round then. And you thought I just I was wasn't gonna do this, but I want to know personally what keeps you up at night. And it, you know, it could be personal, it could be business or what. Let, let's let's talk about that. I want to know in the business because I get asked that a lot. Other CEOs get asked that a lot. Other CFOs, all COOs get asked that. I want to know what what keeps you up at night. So, Kimberly, I'm gonna throw it at you first. One day I need well, to go first. Next time I'll go first. Okay. So I'm laughing at this question because uh, nothing keeps me up. Because <laughs> <laughs> when my head hits the pillow, I'm out for the night. That's so nice. true. But nice. if we were at a movie theater or anywhere it's dark yeah. and she can lay her head down just a second, she's done. Hey, I can go to sleep at a red light. But uh, I think that, that uh, what wakes me up at night yeah. and, and where I go, I guess personal, for me personally, would be my children. And I worry over them constantly. And I know the Bible tells us not to worry, but my worry is over them all the time. And I just worry about their choices yeah. because sitting in my seat today, I know that every choice you make as a young man or young woman, you know, leads you to your destiny. And bad choices, you get bad results. That's good right. choices, you get blessings. And so my kids know that little saying from me, don't make bad choices, you get bad blessings. Yeah. And so that's what keeps me up at night as far as personal. But on the business side of things, I think the most... The, the one of the most thing one of the many things that keeps me up, but the most important one is the bottom line on our financial statements. Oh, we know that, and that's <laughs> what keeps me up at night. Yeah, uh, and and that's that's great that you do that because that keeps pushing us. But I will say that does wake you up in the middle of the night because there's many a times you woke me up and said, 
did you call and check on Brendan and Keith? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two o'clock, did you check on them tonight? I'm like, yeah, babe, I talked to Brendan. His career day went perfect at a and It's okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah, great, great, great to hear that, Kim. Um, Justin? Mom. Yeah, I mean, the, definitely kids. I'm not quite there yet where my kids are, <clears throat> you know, on their own making those types of decisions, but they're getting close. So, um, you know, my, my, my kids are my everything. I spend a ton of time with them. But recently, I think what's been keeping me up at night is probably – just the idea of like work-life balance and working on my marriage and, you know, gaining a better relationship with, with Misty, because I think our marriage now, you know, going on 13 years is a lot different than it was. And I have a version of what being a good husband is, but I don't know as we get older (laughs) and go that that's her version of what being a great (laughs) husband is. So I've been trying to calibrate and just kind of every day say like, how could I love you today, babe? And like Mm -hmm. have her give me a list of maybe some things I could either help her with or, show her some emotion or maybe she she the other day just said communicate and I just tried to spend the rest of my day letting her know where I was but it keeps me up at night the idea that things are gonna get worse they're not gonna get better right no matter how hard you try or how hard you work or at your business or with your kids that you're just you're gonna fail and I'm a perfectionist we've talked a lot about this you can appreciate that and I like to be perfect I like to be good at things but I think um, marriage is tough a relationship with someone that you spend every single day with is tough. Mm -hmm. And I really want to get better at that, but it keeps me up at night that maybe I'm not getting perfect at that, you know? Benchmark is 20 years, and then you're (laughs) like... Uh, you, each of you are being like, yeah. oh, we, we don't care. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. yeah. You're like, you haven't talked to me all day besides <laughs> business. I'm like, okay, it's my turn to talk. But look I mean, at you guys. You're getting ready for some things that I won't, you know, I won't dabble with, but you're taking over the world with some things that you're working on yeah, and behind just, the scenes. Well, and yeah. You're working on it without me even knowing it. Well, remember yeah. this. There's five buckets. I said that, you know, you got to have yeah. your spiritual, you got to have your wife. You got to do that. You got to have your family. You know, all, y'all know all of them. You got to have the business, and then you got to be personal. If you're not pouring water in each of them every day, you're gonna have a problem. If you overpour one, it's gonna be bad. But, um, yeah, 13 years of marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, yeah. I think we had some young yeah, buck. We just were, right? keep swimming. Yeah. Just, just swimming. keep swimming. You'll get used to the donkey kicks, man. Yeah, yeah. they come, they come. Pow! You know what the oh. heck happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like riding that horse, and all of a sudden it just bucks. Wow, yeah. what what happened there? <laughs> You didn't do this. Okay. Mine is <laughs> you, you didn't go you didn't go to H E B and shopping with me. I saw so many other husbands in there, right? You have to wanna wanna go to H E B. If you wanna win over your wife, go shopping with her. Grocery shopping. You know, cause she'll call me out and say, Hey, I saw so and so and her husband there today. You didn't help me because she wants me to push that buggy around. No, I want you to lift that eighteen pack of water. Water, that's right. So um okay. Good comments, both of you. Uh, what keeps me up at night? Yeah. Uh, this is kind of personal and business, right? It's where we're at in the world. Mm-hmm. I just, I am just blown away the difference of where we're at, where I grew up in, and where my kids are growing up in. True. I mean, it's just, it, it, it bothers me. Every day I drive the car, every day I'm driving to work, going home, sitting at home, working, looking at my computer, answering emails. It's just, I, I, in the background, I hear this like, what in the world is going on today, you know, in this world? And I'm not talking about Democrats, Republican, because they're they're all terrible to me right now. Yeah. I mean, when we got people show. running our country, both, right? What's mm-hmm. happening to all these people? And I, I just used this in terminology with Kim the other day. Man, I get on a big old jumbo 747 and I'm flying and I see two guys that are running our country gonna about to fly this. I'm getting off. 
True. I'm getting off this plane because I always look at the pilot. First, I look at the plane. Hey, this good looking plane. Look at the pilot. Hey, man, this young guy, this guy over there too. Yeah, he looks good too. Or woman, that like they, they look. They look. When well, you're a fighter pilot, you look awesome. But then I look at these guys. I'm like, man, you're running our country. And I think that what's the pilot age? We sat by a United pilot one day, and it was cool to meet that guy. And the retirement age was like you have to retire at 65. Yeah. Because you got to be quick on the throttles. You got to be, you yeah, know, eyesight. Even I do want to see a little bit of gray hair up. Why do you like? You always Seasons, say that, right? Yeah, they yeah, yeah. see that. Got all the but hours. They, but yeah. they go, see Sully. But they go through these hair. tests. They go through these tests how to, you know, judge. Because yeah. when, when bad things happen, our pilot tells us that in a helicopter all the time. When bad things happen, you got to make it a choice instantly. Oh yeah. And our helicopter, he tells us that you got to hit this auto rotation thing. I mean, he's always let me show you how to do it. No, no, don't do that. And um, so that's why I worry about, man, where are we at, man? It's too busy worried about Republican, Democrat, and third about doing the right thing. Well, we know where we're at. We're in the mud. It's where we're going Yes, is the problem. It's like, and it's all, you know, one of them I heard the other day, it was like the lady was talking during the, she was a senator, and the other lady said, just say yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. So who's controlling these decisions, truly, you know? The lady Keep, that said, just say yes. Keeps me up at night. If somebody wants That's to create a big a, one, man. You yeah, know, that was deep. Yeah, yeah. you got me thinking there. It's yeah. scary, yeah. man. It's really scary. I think I want to start a. You know, you got to with the red and blue. I'm gonna be a, a purple. Start me a purple party. You know, you want to join me? You want to be on my ticket? Yeah. Okay. Do how it. do you do that? Do I run for mayor first, or do I run for senator? How, I mean, how do I do that? Let's do an episode on how restaurants are gonna vote. <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh, that's I think a good one. That is a good one. I think we we should Let's do that. That's been a topic for us. Let's talk about the elections and okay. e each election. What happens that as a business owner that you have to kind of start steering the ship that way because mm -hmm. things are going to change. That's a good mm -hmm. good episode then. Um, but hey, great conversation today. Thank you so much. Yeah, Let's uh, hopefully we get some sleep tonight because we got to go Friday night football. Go Raiders. We'll pull this off. Yeah. And then guess what? I got to go. I got. We got to go find prom or uh, homecoming dresses tomorrow. Homecoming. Yes. God, dog, that's such a crazy. You know, yeah. I got about two. No, you have to actually buy three because you know the field. She's in the parade, and then what's the other one? Oh, the dance. Was the profit margins good this this? There's period? a sixth grade <laughs> dance too, by the way. So I'm going through my first dance with my sixth grader. Oh, so oh that's cool, man. She's gonna be getting man. her first dress, and she's a she's a sporty spice. So this is gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be fun. I bet she's gonna have Converse on. <laughs> Yeah, that's what, that's what my daughter wore. Our daughter did yeah. that. She wore like a dress like to her young converse. Beautiful dress, and she had converse on, nice. man. Yeah, nice. yeah she probably it. will. But hey, uh, kept you long enough, guys. Thank you. we got to get to work here, but appreciate you. Remember, go go share this. Please go subscribe to us. Subscriptions yeah. have gone through the roof. Uh, got thank you. Yes, thank, thank you. you so much. Got some exciting news. Next time we on on this, uh, we'll get to share it. Um, me and Kim got asked to do a, 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 a speaking event. First time to ever do a st on stage oh, yeah. speaking cool. event. It's cool. Yeah. It's called. I can't. I'll, I'll release it to y'all. It's here in hometown, and I guess they go on tour and invite us to do that. But it'll be about an hour. Of me and her telling us our life story. It's yeah. gonna be cool, you know. Super and cool. tell where we came from and how we, you know, our, our stories of how we went into the storm, and how we built this company too from from that from those wisdoms that we learned in those storms and heard up. So yeah. it'll be cool. I'll have sheriff. So if you live in our hometown community, you'll be in this one. But then we're traveling, in, you know, possibly all these other states and cities. So would love to get you to come out and meet you face to face too. So, hey, uh, congratulations to us. Let's go win some football games. Yes. Oh.